In episode 10 of Convergence, when did you realise yourself? Embracing versus accepting, and I pissed someone off, and that's okay. I, I was planning on no no presents for anybody because of all the just life happening at me. And uh, and then yesterday, I just decided, nope, I'm going to buy a bunch of things. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a bunch of little things for people. Um, oh. But yeah, I'm doing I'm doing all right. Um, that's the that's the default answer. What, what's the actual answer? Uh, I'm I'm a bit preoccupied with all these things I want to talk to you about. <laughs> um okay we'll take them one at a time yeah uh this is your time i've got i've got notes and let's see where i want to start uh, you've got notes at the at the top of my well yeah you, you never you, you never told me there was syracuse rules and i couldn't like prepare so i i prepare <laughs> um <laughs> my first note in here is uh <laughs> definitely going to need some expansion but i just wrote when did you realize yourself? Ooh, maybe maybe you have an answer just for that. Um, do I, I it, now is that is that a question in the in the abstract as in when did one realize oneself or are you asking me specifically? I'm I'm asking you specifically about that kind of abstract thing about yourself. Ooh. So you feel like I've realized myself. Um well, okay, it's not about what I think. <laughs> <laughs> However, the question presupposes <laughs> a, t- a it, point on the, it can be, it on can the Jeremy be read Barry that way. timeline. It can be read that mm. way. Because uh, <laughs> maybe the answer is, I don't think I have. Um, okay. No, it's fine then. Yeah. Um, if and when delete is appropriate, did you? Ah. <laughs> okay. Let's try a statement here and let's just like put it out and see what happens when I say it. Great. I think I realized um, I am maybe put here to help people walk a path that I am only a few steps ahead of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm good at throwing back the... Um, I'm good at shouting back, there's an obstacle over here, there's a, a thing to watch out for here, um, and I don't want anyone to trip up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's maybe, I'd like to think that is what I'm maybe here for. As I, as I edge into the second half of my life here, uh, I like the idea that that is, that's maybe what, um, what I do. Cause at the moment, uh, I'm, I'm working on what was just going to be a, a statement for a podcast episode. Mm. Oh, sorry. A statement for, for the, for the uh the other show the little daily show uh and has ended up being i think maybe a guiding um mission for what i do from 2024 onwards which is the idea of helping creative freelancers ditch the client work and have their own art pay the bills nice i like that phrasing that have been rolling around my, my my mental uh my mental brain um and that feels like a that feels like a good that feels like a good mission. It does. It feels nice. Honorable. You know, because I've walked a path I've walked walked a version of that path. And um yeah, I'd like to think maybe I can uh, give it another go. So flip reverse it back on yourself. When did you realise yourself, please, Brendan? Oh, well I uh 
my my intention or kind of the one of the important parts of that question was the when i was curious kind of when you felt like that happened for you with you around you recently as in like i don't know 10 days ago (laughs) (laughs) amazing um i've had a lot of help from a book which i initially rejected we may have talked about this before uh, but it's a book called 10x is easier than 2x yeah i think you mentioned it yeah um and that has been uh i've pretty much finished it now um and it's been because when i first got the audiobook i was not in a place to be receptive to it but there's a crucial idea in there that i think i missed when i was ha- you know possibly half listening to it um and that is so their their whole idea and it's again it's everything is everything it is another how do you make what you want to make out of your life how do you get you know that and their model is it's you have two x things which are like linear um and then you have 10x things which are big and exponential and that's basically the big manifestation stuff right it's all as say everything is everything um and there are some, you know, some some big overlaps there. And one of the things that came through is this this sort of big idea was that you lack the confidence and the competence to do the thing that that is the 10x goal. Because if you didn't, you'd already be doing it. If you had the skills and you had the confidence, you'd already be at that 10x level. And we have to take the phrase 10x with a pinch of salt. The guys using it. it Bit, bit trendy, don't don't love it. And that's partly what I disengage with. And once you just realize that's just his name for the same thing. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing as CBM and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But that's and that's just his framing. And it's using a, a term that is currently on or was a year ago on trend. Um so fine. Um but yeah, it's it was that thing of it's okay that you don't know how to get there yet. Because if you did, you'd already be there. And that was a that was a real sort of um, little eye opener for me. Um, so I think I think going through that book, I, I think I, I had a Sunday, which I told you about, which is probably where I told you about the book, where I seemed to have spent most of the day cooking, um, and I did a big roast and just listened to the book and was pausing in between, noting things down, um, and um, yeah, I think I, I think it really seeped in. So yeah, that's amazing. Like ten, like a week ago. <laughs> so yeah, so recently, uh, I would say since you did ask, um, for me it's it's pretty similar. I um, it it, it kind of feels like it's happening every day. Um, it's just like every day that I practice awareness or um, consciousness. And <laughs> uh, I I feel like my my path to awakenness, like the the seed of it started back in like 2013 when uh or i guess it's actually probably 2015 a couple of years after some big addiction problems where i was kind of uh, led to the path of recovery and but i was still pretty i was still pretty hidden to, to myself at that point um and then there was a lot of self-discovery action taking place after my divorce in 2019 and 
then that kind of took a dip during the pandemic. <laughs> but then through um, from from the beginning of 2021 on, my health journey has been a path to self-discovery as well. And because I've been finding out that to heal oneself um, physically takes more than just trying to heal oneself physically. It also takes healing and growth spiritually and uh, mentally and uh, relationally and in all, in all aspects of life. You kind of need to rise all the boats for it to, to really stick and work. Because if you just try to focus on one area, you're still going to be suffering in other areas and it's not going to feel better. You're just going to tire yourself out and, and uh, it won't stick. Because that's what I've found in the, what I've heard true from other people who have made great strides in health. So yeah, I don't know. I can't remember exactly why I put that question down. Um, but it came to me as like, oh, I gotta ask Mark this. <laughs> um, I appreciate that. But similar to that, I, so I've been reading my, the book. I've been reading on is still the uh, the Mystic Path, um, the the Mystic Path to Cosmic Power by Vernon Howard, as recommended by Unique Hammond, and uh, it came a, a, I came across a a description of a. a an aspect of the mystic path that included uh, tools with it, it, just inherent in itself. And it's an expansion on the idea of um, you can't pour from an empty cup. Like that's, that's not where he's coming from with this, but that reminds me so much of that. It's like, okay. Everything it, is everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's something, a, a starting point that people can relate to. Like that's, Okay, yeah. you can't point for an empty cup. That makes a lot of sense, and I like that phrase better than uh, you have to put you can, you have to put your own oxygen mask on first. Because like I always think about, well, what did people say? You know, how were people thinking about this before airplanes? Because <laughs> airplanes are like the only place that's an oxygen mask. <laughs> True, but it's not. Uh, yes. But, you know. but uh, I also think those are maybe, or, or I I interpret them as as different things. Um, oh, do you? So if I think about pouring from an empty cup, that to me makes me think about being filled up with um, whether it's love, inspiration, energy, so that you can give that out versus if someone is in crisis or if someone is in difficulty, if someone is in need, it, it it's a slightly different, I don't know if valence is the right word for, for it, but... Um, yeah, it carries a slightly different meaning for me. It's more like you've got to get your ship right, a uh, uh, ship with a P, um, before you start trying to get someone else's. You know, it's almost the um, the Bible thing of there is a there is a Bible thing about not judge, not lest you be judged. There's uh, get your something you know along the lines of getting your own house in order um, before helping someone else. Um, so it you know obviously an old an old thing, um, but pouring from an empty cup to me feels more about replenishment than it does maybe about repair. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so yeah, so the, the part in the mystic path, uh, he says that we have pools of energy for mental, physical, sexual, emotional, and so on, like different, different areas 
of our life, we have different amounts of energy for each of those different types of tasks. And so when one pool is exhausted, you've, you've been working all day at your job and you're mentally exhausted, get up and walk around because you still have physical energy or, you know, go find your partner and have some sexual interaction or, you know, process some, process some emotions. You do something different so that you're using a different pool of energy and you can replenish the area that you've exhausted. Seems to make sense. And I thought that that was, re yeah, I just, when I read that, I was just like, man, that, that's just like a life hack right there. That's like. Mm. It's so often with certain pieces of, or certain uh, aspects of our lives that it feels like we've got to just push through. Just, you know, just got to get this done because there's a deadline or there's a whatever, you know, I mean. Uh, this, you know, as we record now, it is the the last Friday before Christmas and I'd sort of, you know, I'd, I'd really love to be done um, and, and have everything packed up so that I haven't got to work um, until January the 2nd. Um, and that's, you know, not exactly worked out. Um, I've sort of engineered my life so that I don't have to work in the uh, in that period, but hey-ho. Um and so this, I think something there around when you are, when you find that moment where you're pushing, it's, it's giving yourself the permission to stop and go and do something else that is, yeah, that, that, that requires a different uh, amount of energy to <laughs> almost like, um, if you go on a long flight with AirPods um, <laughs> and you start to hear the beep, 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 noise, you have to charge one while you keep the other one in your ear and you just go back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back to the airplanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Everything leads back to airplanes. Everything leads back to airplanes. And I have two other two other little things from the Mystic Path that I thought were worth sharing. Um, here, here's a quote: "The Mystic Path gently but firmly calls upon us to stop pretending. We must willingly face the crisis of seeing that we are not really happy." We must stick with this shocking fact and try not to evade it. Stick with it. Examine it. Not with fear, but with curiosity. By doing so, we at last solve the great esoteric mystery. Conscious awareness of unhappiness destroys it forever. I'm going to repeat that part. Conscious awareness of unhappiness destroys it forever. Remember, all unhappiness is unconscious. That is, we are unaware of how unhappy we really are. So become more conscious of the way you actually feel. Consciousness is happiness. Hmm. What that makes me think of is, and I'm going to show my, my massive ignorance, but Buddhism and... Uh, also, generally, uh, the the also psychological concept of of acceptance, and also the paradoxical theory of change, which is kind of all feels like it's it's about what we are often unhappy about is, or I think I think maybe the definition of of, of unhappiness is well if you think about like people say are you happy with this like we are usually happy with something um 
you know, I don't know if there is a, a universal, I am just happy. I think you have to be happy with something, perhaps. Um, and so to be unhappy with something means you're grieving the thing that is not what you want it to be. Um, and so there's an acceptance, or there's a lack of acceptance of the the current state of affairs. And so happiness is about being able to be okay with that thing and to be um, secure enough. And sometimes the word acceptance for me feels a little like resignation. Um, and so a word that came up for me earlier this year when I went to my, my business hippie uh, commune was embrace. And I really felt that that word spoke to me a lot more than accept because it was much more welcoming. So it's looking at the bits of you that make you unique that sometimes you might look at with judgment um, and not merely accept them, but embrace them. Um, look at situations that aren't as you want them to be and don't just accept them, but embrace them and, and embrace. It's such a loving thing to do. It's, it's you know it's a physical act as as much as anything else it's 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 wrapping your arms around it and holding it um and and warming it and showing that you love it um and you want to take care of it that's an embrace um and for me that was a real moment of going wow you know to feel embraced to be able to embrace yourself is such a you know a, a, to me a sort of a higher level of of acceptance because it's doing so with love rather than what can sometimes and it, maybe it's just semantics but it's just that thing of I can accept that versus I embrace that it's a, it's more choiceful yeah for me I love that um, I don't think it's semantics because I also hear accept and embrace differently and uh, I I love that for you I love that uh, framing and pathway into it the way i see the way i see accept um a, a little bit the same and a little bit differently is so embrace kind of implies that energy and that action of of pulling in um whereas accept is just opening up and allowing it and so in in my view like embracing it's a little bit um you're kind of trying too hard um because if you if you just just accept the the word just here it feels so inappropriate but like uh if you accept like you allow it you you um it just it just is and you don't have to try whereas the embracing it might be a really good step to get to acceptance but i think acceptance is actually the the ultimate goal uh because it's just it just is you just allow it you're not rejecting it you're not pulling it in that i think maybe maybe why that that doesn't resonate as much is because it feels so neutral and for whatever reason and that's there's nothing wrong with that but i think for me i like a a moving towards or a moving um uh whatever the mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> the opposite of towards yeah. is away from yeah um i think what what i'm learning from things like the mystic path is that that desire to move towards or away from something is part of the problem part of why you can't 
not you, Mark, but you as in a general person, one, why sure. one could not actually achieve true happiness that isn't related to something like happy about something, but just happy with yourself, happy in existence um, comes from the, the neutrality of it because there's nothing wrong with the neutrality. There's, there's, um, we can, we can definitely put a negative spin on it, but it's truly beautiful to be completely neutral and happy. IMO. And this, yeah, this is where words, words is interesting because I think about the beauty, and it's fair enough me saying this now because I haven't yet lost anyone in my life that is, I mean, I've lost people and I've grieved and I've, I've really, I've really cried over them. But I haven't, you know, yet lost that, had that pivotal loss. But there is a, to me, a, and I'm going to use the wrong words, um, I think, but a a natural beauty to a kind of grief that sort of speaks to, you know, like a, there is a season for those things and... Um, you know, a, a moment of mourning and a moment of grief that and 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 profound sadness, but also there is a a time for that and a place for that and a season for that, and it's that's the sort of moment you're moving into when there are these complete ruptures when things are so unexpected and 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 happen i think that's that's a different issue and i can't i can't speak to that and it wouldn't be right for me to but when we talk about these you know circle of life ebb and flow of life type things i wouldn't want to think about being happy at that time or happy with that but there is a there, and there's definitely a word I don't have in my lexicon. And if it doesn't, it probably does exist in English, but if it doesn't, I'm sure it exists elsewhere, probably in French, um, of a sort of, yeah, of a, of an acceptance, actually, of a, this is, this is a part of life. We are going through the, the appropriate grieving thing. Um, and it's not happy, but it is natural, for want of a better word. And like you know, um, and and so to me, I don't know that happy is a permanent state. Um, and it's not one that I seek. I, 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 you know, I want to have the, I want to feel the ocean, but not be buffeted too much by it. I think it's natural to feel the ocean but to be appropriately stabilized. And that to me isn't necessarily happiness. That's, and it's not, neither is it resilience, but it is, and you know, maybe that is further towards acceptance or even serenity, maybe, I don't know, something. Yeah, I I get what you're saying. And um, the, the, this book way earlier covers that kind of, that aspect of it. We're not talking about like, a, per, a, a mystic is just giddy, happy, goofy, laughing all the time, and doesn't feel sad when uh, their their um, their partner or their master dies. Like it's just that you, you definitely you still feel all of the emotions, and and they they all still come, and they're 
appropriate and everything, but you you have this security knowing that this too shall pass and um this is just a part of it and i'm in a way i'm happy for experiencing this loss like it like that that happened with me after the car accident i um I, I had I had tons of gratitude for you know obviously being alive and being surviving it, but also getting the experience of it. I'd never had any close to death experience before, and I had one, and wow, that was like life changing, incredible. Yeah, the word that comes to mind now is peace. Um, to be at peace with these things, um, because again, yeah, it's it's not that war of. And we do it in in so much of our everyday lives of just this should be better, this should be different. And I was editing a podcast episode that, that sort of um, talked about this a couple of days ago, and it is it's it's that is where that you know that is the root of of suffering is it's not the thing itself, it's it's our pushing against it. Exactly, exactly. And that is yeah, that's the holy grail, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be able to just go, okay, this is what's happening. Then that's acceptance. Yeah. 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 So here's the other quote I have. And this is a, it's kind of like a little back and forth between a teacher and an apprentice. There's a question from the, um, from the student, what is false magic? Um, which is the term isn't really important. It was just a, a phrase used looking for quick thrills and passing sensations. That's quick magic or false magic. Arousing from emotions gives the illusion of life, but it soon vanishes, leaving you empty. It is like borrowing money. Sooner or later, you must give it up. And what a dreadful rate of interest. You just can't afford it. Question from the uh, student. I always come back to the question of what should I do to break through? Is there some simple rule to remember? Teacher. Say yes to whatever aids self-discovery. Say no to whatever hinders it. It's funny that um, yesterday I was in the process of evaluating a second degree or perhaps a master's in psychology (laughs) Um, because I thought it would help with where I want to go. And and it also just brought home to me this continued interest in – self-development um and how it's you know it's never stopped for me and i think some people really do sort of reach a time and they go i'm done yeah Ping! oh yes you know i'm baked yes um and uh and that's and that's fine because i think i sort of think some people are and they're just <laughs> like i'm like done i'm good um not that we're all you know self-actualized beings but like we i think we've talked before about that you know i've had this concept of one of my friends um when he started learning the guitar and doing a stand-up course, I'm like, he's completed life and he's now just doing the DLC to use a, a gaming thing. Like he's, he, you know, he's paid his 70 pound for the game. Mm-hmm. He's played the game all the way through. And now he's just do, doing the extra side quests. Um, and what a great life. Yeah. You know what? To, to be at that point where you're just like, I, it's, it's all, it's all here. Like I've got, I've got what I need. I'm, I'm good. Um, now I can just go off and, 
explore and and um yeah it's a wonderful thing yeah oh this, it reminds me of those people that that uh they get the secret to financial success early and they are able to retire at 45 and then just like then you can just live without fear of money and like oh man how nice would that be <laughs> um i really want to talk to you about en- enneagram threeness um but i don't have uh i don't have a lot of uh things to talk about it yet but i do i i that that's something i want to discuss with you uh, i i sent you a uh, a podcast episode did you have a chance to listen to that no no, no worries um it seems like you've been doing <laughs> people keep sending me things <laughs> yeah people keep trying to fill my life up um and uh, you know, with with good with good things, and they're like, "You're interested in this thing. This is an area of study for you." Here you go, and I'm like, "Ah, God, getting all in at the time." <laughs> no, there's too many things. <sighs> well, there's a uh, there's a little bit of guidance that's uh, not enneagram related, but provided by the enneagram godmother Suzanne Stabile, um, and it's guidance for the holidays. So it'll be good for you, but not for the listener. <laughs> uh, they can hold on to it for next year. Um, there's, there's the four, uh, the four mantras of the holidays is what she calls it. Show up, pay attention, tell the truth, don't attach to the results. Mm. Mm-hmm. That last one. Yep. Mm. Yep. And it's kind of just good advice for like always interacting with anybody. But then, yeah, interacting with people. Yeah. I, I'm lucky. I'm so, I mean, as, as I get older, I just realize how lucky i am um but the, you know there is the and i think it's just a, it's a function of our particular family unit and the way we operate because because we're part of a big extended family it would be madness to for us all and and i think undesirable for us all to be together because you know a bunch of my well half my mum's family are in are in um northern ireland and um both my parents are are from you know big families so you know lots of aunts and uncles and cousins and stuff and it would be insane to have any kind of you know thing so all the nuclear families um do their things and we'll get together um usually uh, a couple of weeks beforehand and we'll have a big party and that's what we've done this year um but because there's no extended period of stay there isn't this drama and I know my family; it can create some drama. Um, they, you know, we've we've got it, we've got it all um, between us, and they, you know, there, there could be a reality TV show about our family. I think, uh, and it would be varied uh, and interesting. Um, and but because of that, and the way we tend to do our Christmases, there isn't this narrative that we're all bracing for the you know for the holidays and we've got to go back home and and deal with you know your racist uncle and all this kind of stuff and it's like don't really don't really have that the only thing i know is that at some point my mum's gonna um uh make a comment about my weight about 45 (laughs) minutes before we eat a massive uh plate of turkey leftovers from the day before that's the one thing i'm i can be pretty sure of <laughs> um <laughs> and when it goes away they'll miss it. Yeah. 
that hasn't happened the last couple of years. Uh, but it's, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's fine. I think you're beautiful, Mark. Thank you. Um, I think I've got work to do, but that's fine. Um, both things could be true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, but, but that aside, um, I think it is, it is good for, I mean, it's funny. Okay. So, oh, yeah, I didn't tell you about this because you've got enough going on in your life, but I thought it was interesting as a, as a microcosm of what you've been experiencing with your, uh, lawsuit is not the phrase I want to use. Advocacy is not the word I want to use. Mediation. Mediation is the word I want to use. Mediation. Um, so, <laughs> um, back in June, I had someone, um, I think it's, I, I will I will make the observation that this is an Indian gentleman because there are aspects of business that are conducted culturally slightly differently in different areas, and that's just a fact of life. Um, and it becomes, I think, you know, useful context. Um, so there's a chap from, uh, from India who contacts me, um, sort of, you know, very one word, oh, sorry, one, you know, one sentence, very short sort of questions. Um, I want to start a podcast, what do you charge? And it's like, well, depends on actually what you want and how much help you need and this, that, and the other. And we eventually settle on um, me delivering him uh, a set of coaching sessions. Um, he's quite adamant that he wants to launch in a couple of weeks. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's get the first session set up. So you've got, you know, you, you've got all the technical aspects sorted and you're ready to go and this, that, and the other. Because um, he doesn't want to necessarily for the you know i i have a a deeper set of work that i can do with people but it's you know he's like no this is what i want to do fine so first of three sessions he's paid for the three in a block um he then goes away and i think he's supposed to have launched two weeks later and then i hear hide nor hair of him until this tuesday which as we record now is the tuesday before christmas and uh, it's essentially, um, can you resend me the podcast resources? To which I reply, whatever do you mean? Um, here's what I sent you in the last email. Here's a list of, you know, of, of a bunch of stuff. Um, is, is that what you, is that what you were looking for? And, um, we don't know uh, that that was never suitably resolved, uh, but then sort of shortly thereafter, it's. Um, I'm launching in uh, early January. Let's get on a call this week. Um, you know, that being the tone, let's get on a call this week. Um, and I'm like, okay, so it's about to be Christmas. Um, it's the Tuesday before Christmas. Let's not do that because I'm going to be breaking up reasonably because it's the the, the holiday period. Um, but, mate, I'm happy to to chat with you you know, from the second and we can book something in. No, that won't work. Has to be the second. Now, bearing in mind, this is the second time he's pulled this because before he's like, yeah, I'm launching next week. Still hasn't launched. So, you know, and I sort of had to make that point at a later point. It's like... You've already pushed your deadline back. Yeah. By like a year. Oh, wow. Because uh, I think this is... Yeah, it's been, go it's been, going, on, it's been going a while. I mean, I think maybe there's, uh, again, you know, cultural thing, but maybe there is a bit of... 
imposter syndrome that he's blustering through and being a little bit trying to put a brave face on 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 it um and so he says you know well i'm launching in early jan so <laughs> so dot, 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 and I, I leave it for you know 12 hours and then i get a, a a reply which is okay if that's the case then i want a refund um at which point i say um well mate um uh, with the best well no it's like um well listen i you sort of not give me a lot of notice here i'm more than happy to deliver you know sessions to you to to help you get started and uh, and grow once you're once you're you know technically launched um and that you know again that won't work for him demanding a refund um and so this is yeah this is yesterday now thursday as we speak um and i had to sort of lay the hammer down and just say my dude, you're being unreasonable. Um, I'm trying to make accommodations. You can't come to me with a couple of, which, you know, what is effectively two days notice and be like, it has to be today or, or essentially not at all. Um, you can't do that when you know it's, I mean, you don't have to be a Christian to know it's Christmas um, and I, I didn't expect that he would just know that I said, you know, it, it, here it is Christmas and we are breaking for these periods, um, to, to you know, to, to make that point. Cause I don't want to assume, I, I mean, you know, whatever. Um, and so, and, and his thing was like, I was asking for help between the holidays. And it's like, no, it's not really that point either. It's the fact that you gave me no, had you, had you contacted me a week before I would have been like, yeah, no worries. Um, well, we'll I'll, I can move things around then, but I can't move things around when my other clients, so and I had to make left. this point, yeah, my, yeah and, and my other clients have actually given me notice of what they need me to do in the right time. I can't move their stuff around to, you know, because you've been, you've decided on a, on a whim, this is not what I said, but he's obviously on a whim. He's like, no, I'm launching now. Like, ah. so, uh, yeah, I sort of sent that and I said, you know, I, I, consider the matter closed um to which i got the fun reply uh i believe um keep the money brackets for work you haven't done close brackets i'll find help elsewhere or something like that um and uh i've heard nothing from him since and it was an interesting moment it was a moment of uh of of yeah interesting like I was pleased, but also, you know, just slightly rattled, but, but mainly I'm pleased that I not only stood my ground, but was okay with the fact that that meant he was pissed off and was like, it's okay that both things are true. I actually remember this, um, back from, uh, so I had this this brief dalliance with uh, with a lady uh, earlier in the uh, in the year, and she'd noticed that I'd while we were you know talking. I mean, we, you know, we weren't going out. We weren't anything near exclusive. We you know we we had no labels. We were literally just we'd been on a date or two, and she'd seen that I'd updated my profile, um, and I said, well. And she was, and she was like, "It's okay, it's okay." And I said, "No, no, no, 
it's all right for it not to be okay for you. It's okay for you to be pissed. Like, it's okay for you to be annoyed that I've done that, but it's also okay for me to go, well, I'm, you know, undecided. I'm still looking around, but it's okay if that hurts. Not, not it's okay if it hurts you. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you're entitled to be angry at me. That's okay. You are entitled to be angry at me. And I'm entitled to, you know, to, to my aspect of this. Um, and you know, that we, we can meet in the middle and or whatever, but it's like, I don't need to apologize, but you also don't need to not be angry at me. <laughs> it's, you know, um, we're both grown ups here and we're both doing our, doing our thing and trying to, you know, look out for our own happiness. Um, and so to be okay with, I got what I wanted and also he's really annoyed is like, that's, you know, the, the you know, that is what we have to accept. Um, and and be okay. And it was just, I don't know. It's just, it felt good to fight my corner and actually, I don't like the word win, but not give in. Yes. I should yeah, say. Not lose. Yeah. No. Yeah. Embrace it. Yeah, indeed. Um, that's, that's not easy. And yeah, I've, that's very reminiscent of, of my struggle uh, as well. And it, uh, it has not been working out as well for me, but. Uh, <laughs> do you want to, you want to you talk about it? Uh, there's not really much going on right now. I've got, I've got, uh, a lawyer and a paralegal working on my team and, um, they're asking me all sorts of questions and it's, it's going back and forth between feeling like, uh, they're, they're fully behind, uh, arguing my case. And then they ask me a question that's like, um, well, so what did you actually do or, or something to that effect? And it's like, Oh yeah. It feels so draining. Like, Oh man, I need to, I need to explain myself and defend myself to my lawyer. Like, Oof. um, but, but I, I get guess... it. They, they need to know thoroughly the case in order to argue it for me. Like I get it. But the, when the question comes at me and there's, you know, there's probably no, uh, there's no hidden meaning. There's no deeper truth. Yeah, they're not trying to, to catch asking. you out. They're just trying. Yeah, yeah. They're just trying to ask to 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 get the knowledge. But it still hits me like because most people would have heard the story and the, and the, and coming from a place of like, okay, well, what did you actually do? I'm like, I, I worked. I worked. That's what I did. Um, and uh, anyway, anyway, it, and it was it hits me at a point where I I was transitioning from doing all of the labor myself for 13 years, and then try and expand into coaching and training and and more things than just the work and having my laborer do the work and me doing everything else. And I had to go through that transition period of like disconnecting myself from the physical manifestations of progress being made and 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 move over to the fact that like all this other stuff i have been doing giving all this free information to my clients and making all these documents and and uh, all the the care i take in the correspondence to make sure it's edited properly and clear and concise and thorough uh like that's all work too even if I haven't been giving myself the credit for it. And so it's taken me a long time to kind of build that up and, and make myself feel like I'm actually doing something of value that I can charge for. And then, you know, my first big client 
totally turns around and says, you gave me nothing. I want all of it, all the money back. And it's like, if, uh, if I hadn't been doing all this work, um, like the mystic path type thing, you know, all this, all this, uh, self healing work, uh, man, this would just devastate me. Like I would be, I'd be so broken. Um, but luckily I feel pretty good. I think that's, that's why we do, that's why, you know, I say we, I'm not there yet, but why one does the work is I remember, um, listening to a podcast with a former yoga teacher at the, as one of the co-hosts and the other co-host said, yeah, but you know, you don't need all that yoga stuff because you're, you know, you're really Zen. It's like, no, 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 I'm really Zen because I do all of that yoga stuff. Otherwise I'll be bouncing off the frigging walls. 100%. That's why I'm this person because I need it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, uh, since the accident, I've fallen off my yoga routine because, uh, I can't move my body in the same way. And, um, it just, it just hurts. <laughs> it just hurts. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's taken a toll both on my flexibility, but also on my mental health. Like they're all tied together. They all, they all work as one. Um, since we're back on health, uh, you mentioned the comments from your mom. And then you mentioned that you you have work to do. Uh, when when you want to hear it, I I'll, I'll I'll say it differently. I feel like I have found some secrets and answers to. I mean, weight loss, sure, but like obviously just general health. That, uh, like I know that there's the the statement or the thought process of like, oh, sure, that works for you or that works for one person. And each, each person is different. I think, I think that can be true with details, but generally, like we're all humans and we, uh, the chemi body chemistry kind of works all the same. And I feel like I've unlocked some secrets that make like weight loss just simple and easy. And it like just happens without you having to work at it. And like I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to share these things with people when, when, when they want them. Of course, um, I hinted at this. I think last time we recorded that I kind of wrote down a, a, a who, what, when, where, why, and how of eating, and that that really covers a, a big scope of it. And um, maybe, maybe next time we record, or or an, an, another time when when you feel like you want to hear it. Um, we could kind of go through that and, and break that down. Cause I feel like, I feel like that's, I, I feel like I really have something there that I actually really want to kind of put into, uh, I don't know if a but a book or, or something, but like, I want to expand on it. I think it, it's actually kind of a, Sounds like you got a, a method. clever, yeah, it's a, me a method that I think could kind of resonate with some people. And, and I'm, I'm excited to see how that expands out. Yeah. No, that sounds, that sounds good. I think there's there's going to be there might have to be a, a degree of um or a period of forgiveness I think that I might have to go through. I have an interesting thing I just heard about forgiveness from the uh the book I was telling you about last time Spirit Hacking by Shaman Durek. Um he had a whole like uh chapter section about uh, about forgiveness and how <laughs> you can love this it ties back to what we were talking before uh, 
Like forgiveness is the wrong. Forgiveness implies that you did something wrong. And 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 actually, like I, because I read you the beginning of my um, uh, my my manifesto uh, a few episodes ago, and I I said there in in the beginning, um, like I I want to I want to clear this space and allow you to forgive yourself for anything that's come before, and I've actually already changed it after reading this chapter to accept. I want you to accept yourself because there's no forgiveness necessary. You just were. You just did. You chose those actions. Those were beautiful, perfect actions that got you to be where you are today. And where you are right now, there's there's no changing that. That's who you were always meant to be and what you always could be based on everything that came before you, all the inputs that you were given throughout your life. Oh my God. And now, now I'm remembering my... Uh, my 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 theory slash thoughts on free will and whether free will exists or not because if i if i was you i would have had all of the interactions of your life that led me through your life and so i would make all the decisions that you make i wouldn't be any different like we 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 follow patterns we 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 go based on our own choices and even if we decide like we we stop and think no i'm going to do something different than what i would have normally done that's still you're doing that based on the fact that you read something about needing to do something different like it's still an input it's still uh you're still just following the path that you would always lead and i just think that that's so funny when it comes to like free will like I, I do feel like we have free will, but then at the same time, I think that it's not like I think it's fate or predestined, but I think everything ha- has its has its course. It has has the imp- everything that came before it defines how it's going to take its actions going forward. Yeah, and for me, I think that's again why I go back to the embrace because of the the love that's in there. Um, and how you can embrace someone or something imperfect. Um, you know, I'm very much into the, the, you know, the noun of, of this all very much the noun of it. Um, the action, the doing of it, um, the impassivity of it. I was going to say, I don't know when that work begins, but I think it, it sort of has to begin, you know, like anything else almost before you're ready. Um, and, it, yeah, and it <clears throat> it has to begin with no with no promises, with no you know, because that's the thing that messed me up this year is that I got so into evaluating. Like I I had you know I, I was looking at this um, these books I had a couple of days ago when I was doing a, I was in a, a journal. Uh, journaling session um, and I've got these lovely theme system journals and they are I mean this one is is completed and every day is there's there's stuff in there but then the back pages there's however many 15 pages in the back that are all um to do items things that um you are supposed to, you know, you, you choose what you want your daily habits to be. And 
we start to see that there is this drop off of the way that the 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 circles become they go from being fully colored in to being half colored in to being missing um and and it goes on and it goes on and through that looking at that really brought on i mean it, it just it gets so sparse uh as we go into sort of march i think it is oh this this is even just um february i think uh and even even worse um and it's a real indicator of and then you know you see a sort of a recommitment or a a changing of what the the you know the the values are going to be or the goals are going to be and it goes back to um when I went to go and see my brother uh, in late April, early May, whenever it was, um, because I just got myself into such a state. I was so disappointed by myself um, for, ha- for for not living up to the ideals or the things that I was setting out, all of these expectations, all of these shoulds, and I wasn't living up to them. And my brother was just like, why don't you just be? Like, you you spend so much time trying to be better, or trying to do more, trying to fix this about yourself. Why don't you just be? Um, yeah, and it was what it was what I needed at the time. Um and it's it's a it's it was a, a big lesson for that that sort of first part of the year was to I think I think that level of scrutiny or that level of I don't know there's something there because I I believe in habits and I believe in in that kind of that kind of stuff but there's I think something in for me maybe there is a disconnect and there's a real sense of judgment that comes through when certain you know things that you thought you wanted to to do every day don't get done um, and actually I think that comes down to bad goal setting and it comes down to setting habits and things that are not truly aligned with actually what you want. Um, and a lot of that has come from one of the, the big themes that I've been, uh, playing with the last couple of days is this realization that I, I felt sort of like I'm not exactly drowning, but constantly at risk. So being at sea not having my feet be able to touch the sand at the bottom of the you know uh uh of the 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 the, the bed the water bed and also the water constantly being just a little bit not over my head but enough where i can't get a good lungful of air and so there's this constant feeling of having to sort of tread water to keep moving, um, having to look for little life rafts or, or, you know, and I sort of realized, you know, as I was thinking about this and, you know, wondering why I seem to have made so many short-term decisions, it's just the realization. Yeah. When you're drowning, you're not scanning the horizon for opportunities. (laughs) You're not looking around for going, God, that beachfront property, doesn't that look, doesn't that look spectacular in the, the way the sun catches that, wow, that's a south is that a south facing garden? That looks amazing. No, what you're trying to do is you're trying to survive. 
You are trying to find what is the what is the point of rescue? What can I do to rescue myself? You're not in a position to make these long-term lovely decisions. Um, and it's only recently that I think I'm... And this is the interesting thing, uh, and, and I promise I will actually let you speak. Um, how much of this is, is to do with mindset is I have this, for want of a better word, promise of something that will enable me to stand on the riverbed or on the seabed and actually stand a little taller and maybe then even be able to walk out of the sea. Um, That hasn't arrived yet. And there's a chance that it may not arrive. There's a chance that it might arrive in 2025. And then there's also a chance that it may never arrive. This sort of, you know... Uh, you might call it a, 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 you know, a one of those like life rings or something. Um, that's you know just enough to help me pull myself out of the out of the water. Um, but I am operating under the mindset that that is already here, which shows you. And it's taken me a long time to really discover this. And we talked about three principles and mind. Uh, awareness and th- mind, thought, and awareness, or whatever it is. Um, it's taken me a while to sort of realize how much that is just a mindset shift. I have decided that this life uh, jacket or, or 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 life ring is here already, and I'm acting on the uh, understanding that it's there. Um. And everything, my my whole thinking is shifting towards that now. What happens if it doesn't turn up? That's, you know, whatever. But I'm not even really thinking about that because, yeah. I, it, and it it just shows you that when we talk about money or we talk about other things, and I've got friends who've really tried to hammer this home to me and it's been difficult to hear. But it is, and to anyone who is struggling like this doesn't help and this is it's really made me angry when people say this stuff because it feels so glib when you feel like you really are struggling when not feel like when you are really struggling and someone says effectively it's all in the mind it's like fuck you how dare you yeah um i feel for you man i I feel it so much and i just i i sense that I, i see myself in you and i see like I, cause I've been, I've been there. I've, I've had the same types of interactions where I felt, or I was struggling severely. And I was, I was told it was in my head or a mindset or things like that. And yeah, man, uh, I, I can really say as well, like that just feels glib. It feels condescending, oh, super condescending. And also like this, it makes you your enemy of yourself. Like, oh, I'm just doing it to myself. Like, mm. then you have no one to turn to because you can't turn to the person who just told you it was in your head because they feel like the enemy. And you can't turn to yourself because you're being told that you're your own enemy. And simultaneously, I agree with it. It's actually true. <laughs> That's what's so fucking annoying. It is. It really is. <laughs> Um, I think, I think the the big, the big thing for me that made it so hard to swallow, um, is cause it's seawater. 
because it's seawater. Um, was I had you know it's someone who's a perennial friend frenemy of the oh. show. <laughs> I love you so much, Anna. Um, but one of you know, and I I have been I have really bristled with conversations I've had with her. She's like the godmother of this show in so many ways. Um, and she would love all of this. She absolutely loves it. Um, but the, the thing I struggled with is, and it's purely the way sometimes people communicate is they say it's just, it's just this. And I think what they mean is this is get, get overable. Like this is manageable. We can, we can do this. What I hear is it's easy. Why aren't you doing it? Oh, yeah. It's not that. No, it's not easy. Yeah, and it and it and that's and that's the thing. Like it and and to her, it sort of is because. And I, I tried to explain how I came about this. You know, with, with last time we chatted, which was like this is basically this podcast is now my Anna support. <laughs> I, um, I love her so much, and she's so wise. But it's you know, it's we 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 hit upon these things. Um, it's like I could say, just play a C chord on the on the piano the c chord's the easiest chord to play it's the it's the standard it's the c chord just play a c chord you know like, yeah, but i don't know what a chord is and i don't know what c is what do you mean just play a c? It's easy. all the it's keys easy. is black and white I, uh, how which one's c <laughs> yeah how do, yeah exactly um and so when you know when you know this stuff and when you're practiced in it it is easy but you've got to remember and you've got to have compassion and again i know she has this but it's like the the thing I, you know, in any of the work that I want to do is really help someone go, no, I'm not going to tell you it's easy. It might be simple, um, but it's not easy um, because there is so much fighting you and so much in your way and, and so much that is real. I'm not going to say it appears real because, again, that doesn't help because it's real for you um, properly and it's, you know... I mean, I you know, I, I I can't remember if it was probably was earlier this. I've been brought, I've brought myself to tears. Um, this e- even just this year, having to, and and it actually wasn't until I had this real moment where I brought myself to tears of of going, I refuse to keep taking the blame for money being hard. I refuse to keep doing that. I refuse this. I refute this story because it's hard for lots of people and I'm doing my best because I carried such a negative story about my own relationship with money. Like I'm reckless or whatever, because, you know, I do have an attitude with money where you sort of can't take it with you. And I would rather experience good things than save up for some, you know, you know, life that may or may never happen because whatever hit my bus, whatever. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm reckless, but it but it also means that, you know, sometimes you have to confront occasional choices that you make or whatever. And it was, it was you know, this year I'd really had that thing. I was like, no, I refuse to keep having this narrative um, because the fact is, you know, the, this, that, and the other, everything is suddenly just more expensive and you're having to deal with that. You're in debt because of, um, you know, trying to pull your business out uh, and, and tr- you know, trying to make something of yourself or all these things. I refuse to keep beating myself up about this. You don't get to do this anymore, bank balance. Um, 
and and I had to bring myself to a real stark moment of that because there have been moments where I I've I've been so frightened at night like f- like frightened you know not worried frightened about you know what's going to happen and once you sort of get to a point you realize like there is no wolf at the and I know I'm belaboring this point about money but like there is no wolf at the door that's going to come scratching at you one day after you've missed a payment there are realities in place there are all sorts of mitigations there are also you know there are conversations you can have there are so many things that again prove that it, it is so much about the story and so much about the mindset but it doesn't stop it being real as fuck you know so and and i, I just i always want to yeah i always want to recognize yeah absolutely um i had one little thing i wanted to say in regards to your um struggling in the ocean analogy um and and this might be semantics and you can absolutely tell me the f off um but uh since we've been talking about embracing versus accepting when when you were when i was envisioning you struggling in the ocean i thought to myself okay what does it look like if mark is embracing this where he's like he's like trying to hug the ocean or grasping at the the life preserver that isn't there and just like frantically paddling trying to embrace it and what's it look like if he accepts it he he float you know just does he's floating on his back going with the waves he's able to breathe and just uh and just zen and sitting on top and no longer trying to get a certain achievement of either standing on the sand underneath the waves or getting that life preserver that isn't coming um and just being like okay i'm in the ocean okay i'm gonna i'm gonna just i'm gonna tread water we'll just do this for a while or we'll you know accept the situation and realize what what needs to be done I think in a sense that's probably what happened. Yeah, and and that's the I think that's the moment I'm describing where I sort of brought myself to tears because what I was not confronting but but um uh bringing bringing into into view was this is the situation. And what's making you so upset is struggling against that trying to justify your position trying to make it something that you can control and yes you can control like it's one of the things i realized like certainly at the time it's i I can control how much i get paid i can't you know and yes i can control how many hours i work but i also i can't just make things appear there are realities um and it's it's you know it's one of those things realize it's not like it's not really like you don't earn enough that's not really the problem the problem is more just there are you know outgoings and whatever um and it was i think just i think it was an accepting of that situation and also saying reminding myself it's not your fault and that was that was a that was a you know a fairly big moment of just going dude it's not it's not your fault. You're not, you're not bad. You know, um, 
you're not naughty. You haven't. And that was such a, such a thing, you know, such a, a voice of judgment. Yeah. You're actually intrinsically good. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we'll get there, but yeah, um, <laughs> for, at least not, at least not actively day. bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's episode eight. Um, and I think once I got to that point, it was easier then to maybe stand a little bit taller and actually go, yeah, like when the next wave hits you to go, all right, bring it on. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I refuse to be buffeted because this shall not pass. Um, because yeah the the ocean is not my fault no no not at all nor being in the ocean we're all in the ocean no i love you mark i love you brendan oh and as always (laughs) correct me if i'm wrong I'd sniff glitter if it would make me sick. That's not right. I uh, I bought some glitter uh, and I have a tiny pot of it um, at home. A tiny pot of glitter. Yeah. What's it for? Um, it's for my beard at Christmas. Oh snap! That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Um, I've just bought a Christmas jumper, um, <laughs> and I yeah, I thought I'll uh, I'll go in. I'll go all in glittered. That's amazing. Glitterated. Um, I had to do some emergency Christmas buying because um, presents didn't arrive in time oh, and no. looked like they're not going to arrive in time. So it's oh, like, no. oh, but I think I've saved Christmas. I think it's going to be fine. <sighs> That's good. Emergency. Uh... How are you, my dude? Uh, good. Yeah, I've got my. I I was planning on no no presents for anybody because of all the just life happening at me and uh and then yesterday i just decided nope i'm gonna buy a bunch of things